0: Welcome back to Two Birds, One Stone, sponsored by DraftKings. Two conference championship games this weekend, and only one more shot now to win big this NFL playoffs with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Counting down to Super Bowl 57, new customers can bet just $5 and get 200 in free bets. Instantly, 200 and in free bets right away. Not a new customer? You can feel the Super Bowl thrills with stepped-up same-game parlays. Take your shot and an even bigger NFL payout and boost your winnings with each leg you add up to 100%. I bet the games yesterday went over for 2, but I did it responsibly. Gamble within your means, everyone. Uh, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code TPPN. New customers can bet $5.00 on the Super Bowl and get 250, 200 free bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code TPPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details, as always. All right. It's been, what, two weeks since we've been here? Um, We had Bo Brack on from PHNX. We're breaking down all kinds of shit. What coaches coaches we're going to interview what moves we're going to make this off season. And in those two weeks, we really haven't learned squat more than what we knew. Then we've got a a huge list of interview candidates that Bidwell is bringing in. We did bring in Mr. Sean Payton, who was with Bidwell for what, 10 hours last week. Um, but other than that, we really don't know much. Um, like I said, we had the conference championship games yesterday so we can get into those a little bit, talk about some other teams, teams that are still playing football. Um Good teams. We'll, we'll start with the Chiefs and Bengals, right?
1: Yeah, man, that's cool. Uh <laughs> yeah, I'm cool with that. You no, know, yeah, here's wanted to funny. Start with here, the eagles here's a little, Niners. Here here's a little behind the scenes that we didn't know. So what happened was is I came on and we were talking a little bit before about what we're gonna do. I said, Hey, all right, so I think uh I have notes, you know, here for the Eagles, Niners game and then um then we can go to Bengals and Chiefs and then Trent stops me and says, I think we should do Bengals Chiefs first. Because that's what I've listed. So tension off the jump, but it's okay. Cause we're professionals.
0: We're, we're behind we the program. scenes. Uh, Garrett had that. That was the first time I think all season that Garrett had notes coming into the podcast. So that's right. we're going to roll with, with, with Chiefs and Bengals first next week. If he comes with notes, he can choose what we talk about first. You got to bring Fair. notes two episodes in a row, and then you can we can talk about what you want to talk about first. Hey, and
1: that just shows the fans what raw fucking talent I have
0: that I can just pull all
1: this shit yeah. right out of my memory. It's always so. Been anyway, impressive. getting into Chiefs and Bengals, obviously the big storyline coming out of this game was the refs. Um, I don't want to harp on that a lot, just because that's not fun, and uh, I mean especially if I think it's it not the team. Is. I, think I don't it's... know. They got there those. Got those. both. There's missed calls on both sides. Um, obviously, like a, there's a couple blocking the backs. Like the, the main ones that stick out of my mind is obviously the uh, the uh, uh personal foul against uh, the number 58 uh, on the on the last play. That was the only clean
0: play. That was that was right. the right call.
1: That one was up. Everyone was upset about which I agree was the uh, probably the, the best call. You know of the game that's going to get called 50 out of 50 times. Um, another, a couple other ones I saw is on the return prior to that is a couple block in the back packs. Um, you know, spot. I mean, it's just like picky little bullshit, all these little tic-tac penalties. Um, I don't know. I don't really want to get into that. What I do want to get into is, um, can I talk about the penalties? Yeah, man, go ahead.
0: I mean, just keep – yeah, the two block in the backs, the, the personal foul that was a personal foul, those weren't the issues. We had a, a roughing the pass on Burrow in the end zone that didn't get called. If that's Patrick Mahomes, that gets called. And then we had the Phantom. It was third and nine. Chiefs were – I think it was a tie game. And they don't convert. They, they throw it short to a, one of the tight ends, and they get tackled to make it fourth and four. The punting team is on the field, and it's not until the – The officials call. I think the Chiefs actually called timeout, and they're going to go for it. Then the ref comes on the mic, and they're like, hold on. That should have been. There was a stoppage of play. We'll reset the clock, please. Game clock operator set it to 10, 29, whatever. And then I'm like, oh, okay. They fixed the clock. It's fourth down. Maybe they'll go for it now, but we'll see. And then the, the down and distance changes back to third and nine. Turns out they zoom out. There was a referee 40 yards away from the play coming in, waving his hands, They run the whole play. They're about to punt before anyone says a word about it. That's horseshit, in my opinion. I knew what happened prior to. It was like an incomplete pass, but a penalty. And then when they reset and they're about to spike the ball, the clock was running. Because it was an incomplete pass, the clock shouldn't have been running. But still, goddamn, somebody has to see that well prior to them running the play and then running out their punt team to to punt the ball on fourth down. As someone that bet on the Bengals, I was furious because I was confused. I had no idea what the fuck was going on, but it was just – it was ugly. You can't say that it didn't play a part. It might not – I mean, the the Bengals had fewer passing yards, fewer – the smaller time of possession, uh, more turnovers, all that. The Chiefs, the Chiefs probably deserved to win the game, but it, it definitely was affected. There were definitely some head-scratching bullshit calls – that that probably should have went the other way or not been called at all. But yeah, the all the attention goes to the the uh, unnecessary upness call on the sideline. Whenever that was actually probably the right call. I mean, he had two feet out of bounds and he can't do that. And obviously, that's sad as shit. I, you feel bad for that fifty-eight guy, and they would not take the camera off of him while he's over there crying.
1: Yeah, that was terrible. It was like, uh, yeah, it was like a like one of them old. Uh, oh, what was her name? Like an old the old uh dog uh uh rescue dog commercials, in the
0: arms of an oh, angel. Yeah, yeah. Sarah McLaughlin, <McLachlan. laughs> like, hey. who you're thinking of? Who? Sarah McLaughlin. Yes. Yeah, voice. Okay. beautiful voice. I knew it was Sarah something, voice.
1: but yeah. it was sad, regardless. And also, I didn't know really, that that guy's only 22. Yeah, was his first or
0: second year in the NFL. He might be a rookie. Yeah, he's,
1: he's, he's he's a good, good player. Playing. Could you imagine? I just think I think of me like playing on, like doing something, anything of that magnitude. That like how bad that would fuck me up. Honestly, he handled it a lot better than what I would have. But as someone who bet on the Chiefs, I wasn't really too concerned about the penalties after the game was over because they won. So, um
0: see the teammate trailing him in the locker room.
1: That was nice. That was. This is my last. Nice.
0: No, 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 not that one. <laughs> that uh, was in hopefully... the press conference when he's like, "This is my last game. How you fucking touch a quarterback?" And he's like screaming right behind him, like yeah, giving him shit was, for it. I was like, I mean, "Damn, dude, I that's it. aggressive!" In the,
1: in the heat of the moment, I get it. Um, but I like to think about the nice teammate who stood with them while the while the media was talking to BJ, him. Kinda, BJ Hill, I think.
0: Maybe I'm not sure. I'm getting, I might be messing that up. But yeah, that went viral, obviously. But yeah, that no, that, that's, nice. that's that's tough. That's very tough.
1: Yeah. Um, and then basically what I have written here in bold is Patrick Mahomes is probably the best quarterback of all time. I would cut off my left index finger to have him on the Cardinals. And I'm serious about that. Like if, if that were, if it actually came down to it, I think I would quite literally let someone cut my left index finger off to have him play on the Cardinals for the rest of his career.
0: I think I'd lose a pinky down to the second knuckle. I think I'd do that. I type for I, my job a lot. Uh, I might so like I don't know if I could afford to yeah. lose the index finger, but I could probably go without the pinky.
1: I guess I could. I I do too, but I don't know. I, I mean, like really, I was going to ask
0: you about that too. I was going to say, how much would you even give up for either of those fucking quarterbacks? Obviously, Burrow had two picks. One of them was tipped, and which was basically a punt. It was starting long on that play anyway. And I think I think they were both punt type interceptions where he's taking a shot and on its third or fourth down. So I mean, it wasn't like they were. I don't know. Well, no one was bad. One was bad. One was a pump, one was bad. But still, I would got I would probably do the same thing for Joe Burrow. I mean, um maybe I just maybe up. just the maybe just the top knuckle for Burrow, down to the second knuckle for Mahomes.
1: For Burrow, I think I would let someone close a car door on my fingers. But I don't think I would take That's one That's you know. just
0: bruises and like I mean, you recover right. from that and maybe broken fingers. That's not a lot. Yeah. I would do more than that for Burrow. And anyway, that's just my opinion.
1: Enough um, about dismantling our body parts for fantasy or whatever. Kelsey, Travis Kelsey, um, he just kind of sucks. I'm on the train that he sucks. He's too much. I feel like he tries too hard sometimes, and he's just extra. It's kind of he both of those
0: lot. brothers. They're kinda... But he's
1: fucking good. Um, he's really fucking good. I think he's creeping into, like, the Gronk.
0: Territory. I think oh, I, I know, would almost look above in. Gronk.
1: Um, I think they're there.
0: I think they're similar levels in terms of production, at least, especially in the playoffs. And it's not even just the playoffs. I think over the his like regular season stats and all that has to be equal with Gronk's. The only thing about Gronk is the run game aspect. Like he'll. Go in there and put his head into you, and he'll affect yeah. the game in that way. Kelsey, that's not his game, but in terms of like uh, receiving tight end, I don't know if it's that crazy to say that that Travis Kelsey's better than he was. And I think so. In terms of like getting open and things like that, I don't know. It's hard yeah. to compare, but I don't know. Yeah, I think so.
1: Um, and then uh, like another thing I had, um, I feel like after the game, like, well, you saw Kelsey with the um, Burrow had my ass, whatever. Joe Burrow really never didn't. He didn't even do anything. <laughs> never even really said anything. He's getting a lot of shit. Yeah, he did. Never even really did. It was uh, everybody else. Like it was the mayor of his fucking city that he plays in, and it was uh, like teammates and stuff. He never even did anything. He just. I getting... <laughs>
0: always kind of thought that would be his downfall. I didn't think it would be him. I just think it would be the hype that surrounded him ever since LSU. And the Burrow written in uh, new that yeah. like, Cajun font or whatever that like and the cigar national championship number one pick took the team to the Super Bowl like, all these things were stacking up and like, everyone just fell in love with him and it was all love all love all love. What's everybody's favorite thing to do? Build up and then tear down. Like he didn't do anything wrong. He threw a couple picks. Like I said, one was probably a, a pretty bad one. The other one was basically a punt. But like. I mean he wasn't the one running his mouth before the game. He never right. he never did anything wrong. It was just the whole narrative around him, people wanted to kind of knock him down a peg. And not anything to do to his his doing, yeah. like I said, but that's just kind of the way the fucking shit goes. But Yeah, I agree. It's part of it. I mean you're kind of leading um, this. Will you you got anything else left for this game?
1: Um Mahomes' wife sucks. She needs to get off Twitter. That's the kind old of old news. T- yeah, old that's kind news. of old. Um, One thing about Burrow, the- though,
0: before we go too far, is like, yeah, there was penalties and all that. <laughs> Gosh, excuse me. And Mahomes is great. But Burrow had his chance. There was two minutes, 30 seconds yeah. left. He had the ball. You know, Granted, at the seven-yard line. But all three timeouts, 2.30, the two-minute warning, that's infinity time for you to get down there and kick a field goal. And whenever – it was like third and 17. They got backed up after a sack. I was like, okay, very long shot that he gets this. And then he converts to wide open Hayden Hurst on the sideline. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, we're cooking with gas now. They get up close to the 50. And then I believe they're forced to punt after a Chris Jones sack. But he had him going a little bit. And everybody's, that Tom Brady comparison's never in for him. But he doesn't have a Super Bowl, and in that one spot where he had to have it, he didn't quite get it done. And I, like I said, he played a he played a decent game, and that's not all on him. His offensive line, again, which is always the narrative with the Bengals, wasn't good enough. They got I don't see mm-hmm. how they got to invest in that so heavily. I had so many yeah. injuries. But it just wasn't strong enough against Chris Jones, who finally – he didn't even have a playoff sack before, before that game. Yeah. Did you know that? What do you have, yeah. two and a half, ten pressures? Yeah. He's an animal. Um but yeah Burrow had a shot, and just wasn't enough there at the end yeah
1: Eagles Niners. obviously the big story out of this one is Purdy goes down with an injury and then Josh Johnson also ends up getting banged up um as we all expected at though that josh josh John- <laughs> imagine that this 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 headline if you just saw this week one Josh Johnson attempts to lead the 49ers to the Super Bowl
0: Yeah, that's tough. That sucks ass if you're a Niners fan Um, because, I mean, another, I bet on them as well. Sucked for me, but I don't know. I just looked at them as the better, it's hard to say the better team, but an equal team and I thought they had better playmakers on offense and Purdy had played pretty well. His worst game was probably against the Cowboys and I still don't think he had a turnover in that game. He had a couple turnover worthy throws, but Samuel, C. Mac, Kittle, Ayuk, Juice Check. I just Elijah Mitchell. Actually, I don't think he was active. I just thought they had the weapons. Their offense, everything else, I felt like was equal. Their offensive line, Eagles. Don't get me wrong, is probably the best in the league. But Niners has got to be right second or third behind them. Niners defense was first overall in scoring. Eagles was second. Eagles had the most sacks. The Niners probably had a better secondary. Like. There's they were very comparable teams and to see the score end up at 31 to seven because of quarterback injuries that sucks ass what I really wanted to see was McCaffrey take that quarterback role by himself I, Purdy, it came out today he had like a UCL tear in his arm yeah. he literally that's like a six month injury so the fact that he even went out there and threw a couple like screen passes is pretty insane um but it would have been badass to be like we're going full- on fuck it. Christian McCaffrey, Wildcat, let's just let's just give it a go. So it was kind of a decently close game. It was seven to seven. It was seven to seven with one fifty-six to go in the first half. And then by halftime it was twenty-one to seven. The Eagles capitalized on a a fumble by Josh Johnson on the snap. He just took his eyes off of it. They score and then they score again. And they they you can't recover down fourteen without being able to throw the football. So that was about all she wrote.
1: Yeah, it was. I feel like that's like one of the worst, like putting myself in a Niners fan's shoes. That's like the worst type of end to the season you could have. Like, how, sh- like, you're, you're, all, you're banged up all year and, like, you know, you're in your third string quarterback and to just lose in the NFC championship in that way. God, that sucks. I mean, I so just killed it quote. Yeah.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Does it suck to lose in the NFC championship game because I don't have a quarterback? Yeah, yeah, it fucking sucks. <laughs>
1: like,
0: yeah, I, you, I'm surprised he even said that. He's he's not really uh, like a out. Well, he's an outspoken guy, but usually in terms of humor. But I guess it doesn't really hurt to throw Josh Johnson really under the bus. I don't even but... think he was really throwing
1: Josh Johnson under the bus. I think he was quite li- like quite literally to. saying that they didn't have a quarterback. Like, they didn't yeah, Cause, that's true, I mean, th- towards the end of the game, um, I don't, I didn't bet on this one, but towards, I mean, we uh, we all were sitting and watching the game. They were down, I guess, at the in the fourth quarter. I think they were down a couple, like three or four scores or so, and they just were handing the ball off, handing the ball off whenever Purdy came literally back into the throw. <laughs> seconds, literally, everyone was like, "Why the fuck are they not throwing the football?" It doesn't make any sense. Well, It turns out he quite literally could not throw the football, and they had no one else to play. So, uh,
0: yeah, I had a couple more. It's crazy that the Cardinals almost beat the Eagles. Like it was a fucking. Yeah. If Matt Prater's healthy, Cardinals might beat that team. Um. Jalen Hurts is going to get a shit ton of money. He was a second round pick, so they don't have the luxury of just picking up his op- option like he doesn't have a fifth year option. So they're going to have to pay him probably this offseason. Um he's going to get a lot of money and I I just described how similar they it's like I mean the Niners kind of had that blueprint first. It's like the Eagles are just the Niners except they have J- like Jalen Hurts. It's yeah. like if Shanahan had his healthy Trey Lance and and Trey Lance was everything he was supposed to be as a third overall pick, it would look like the Eagles look like right now is in their ideal world. Um, but Trey Lance looks like he might not be that guy. Who knows? But they just run uh, the football next? well. They don't have to th- like it seems very... What happens now with the Niners? Um, yeah. Well, Purdy is supposed to be back by the start of camp. It seems like with that timeline from injury um and obviously tom brady that's the name that's going to be out
1: there you have to make
0: purdy the starter next year yes if you don't sign tom brady brock purdy should be your starter in my opinion so then what do you do with your other two quarterbacks that's a luxury that they uh they have they like i tweeted it out it's insane that they were able to with that badly and fuck up as bad as they did as trading was it two firsts and more to move up to that spot. Completely swing and miss so far. Have had zero production out of that. And yet they went to an NFC championship game last year and were again this year, a game away from the Super Bowl, two straight years after just completely blowing that. They don't need him. And it's not affecting them financially. They it's a it's a rookie contract. Yeah, it's a high pick. But you're not hampered by that down the road. Yeah, no ties get out of here. I would sign Brady. Have Purdy sit behind Brady for a year. I mean, it's not gonna. It's not like he's a seventh round pick. It's not like his ego's gonna be damaged by sitting behind fucking Tom Brady for a season. I wouldn't think. I just think that makes the most sense. I don't really. What are you going to go to the Raiders? I mean, I guess McDaniel's is there, but it seems like they are further away. uh Competing for a fucking ring, than the Niners are obviously. So, I would think of all the spots to go. If the Niners are interested, that that's that's probably the Brady landing spot. Yeah, I, I disagree. With that. Do you think you roll with no? I try and get Trey I Lance back.
1: No, I agree with that. I, I think that would make the most sense. I think if I think if Brady ends up not going there, I would think you would. I think you would still have to stick with Purdy, no matter what. I think yeah. you. I think you stick with Purdy. You keep Jimmy G, and you trade Trey Lance.
0: Yeah, I mean it's Purdy or Brady. Like if it's not Tom Brady, it's Brock Purdy. Is the way that I would look at it, and he deserves it. I mean he played. Yeah, it's, it's not like he well, th- threw for four fifty every game and four touchdowns. He just he was perfect for what they wanted, and I don't know. I th- I, th- I think he earned the right. What seven and one took him a game away from the Super Bowl. Good for him. Um So Super Bowl pick, we'll do a quick we'll we'll do a full a bigger preview um, in a future episode. But uh, Eagles open as a two and a half point favorite, and I'm going to pick the Chiefs.
1: Yeah, I I think I'm
0: every single game. So this has probably been like,
1: if we like kept track, you're probably on one of the
0: worst. Oh, I can look. I haven't won a bet in a long time, guys. It's been a very rough season.
1: You you've probably placed like what? I'd say over under, you know, four fifty bats this year, maybe?
0: Probably closer to thirty. I think and I've won three. Hit, yeah, <laughs> like, one three. A lot of like, them were small like little parlays, but it isn't like not that much of an exaggeration. It was an all time yeah. terrible season and I'm glad it's over. One more bet to lose, baby. Use yep, the DraftKings right. Sportsbook app responsibly. Um so yeah, two and a half point favorites. Are you going with the Chiefs as well?
1: Yeah, especially at that um, I I thought that the, the Chiefs were going to beat the Bengals a lot more handedly than what they did. I think with a more healthy Mahomes, that probably would have happened. Um, but I don't know. I just don't. I, I feel like the, the, the lights of the Super Bowl are going to be too big for Hurts. Um, you know, he's still a young quarterback. People forget that. He's he has like what one full season under his belt. Is that right? One or two?
0: One full season, yeah. He played right. towards the end of his rookie year a little bit, but last right. year was a full but year. He took him to the playoffs and lost realistically one,
1: and one realistically, one full season. I think Mahomes has just been there too many times. Um, and usually, whenever you, whenever it's a matchup like this, where you have a quarterback who's a lot more experienced versus the opposite of that and Jalen Hurts, who's not, I mean, you usually want to pick guys experienced, so that's, I mean, kind it's. Of
0: my Jalen Hurts has been great, but he hasn't had to do it. Like he hasn't had to, he hasn't had to win the ball in the air or like win the game in the air. Right. So like he's gonna have to probably do that in this game. I mean, they have just blown everybody out. They just plus they've had the easiest route ever to a Super Bowl. I mean, I think we can yep. kind of agree on that. We were all way too high on the Giants. It was still the Giants. They're probably a year or two away from really contending. They've got a really good thing going, and they outperformed everybody, good for the Giants great season, but they weren't ever going to beat that Eagles team when that was at 38 to 7 or some shit. Then you go in and you get to play Josh Johnson for the majority of the game and then he goes down to you you had two of the easier games to get to the Super Bowl ever and now you're going against the guy right now, the Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the NFL, he's probably the MVP favorite. He's got a ring in his closet already. I just – I mean, I'm not expecting the Eagles to win. I think if I had to pick one – or the Chiefs to win, if I had to pick one, it would be the Chiefs. But I'm not saying that Hurts can't do that. I'm not saying he can't duel and go shot for shot. Um, But it'll be a good game, I hope. I I really want – like that Niners-Eagles game I thought was going to be a fantastic game and I got let down a little bit, but – um, even the Chiefs and Bengals was weird. It was the officiating shit and a low scoring game. I just want to see like a good fucking fun football game to close out the season, um, but we'll, we'll break it down a little bit more uh, and probably the coach hiring episode, which hopefully comes at some point. Um, the Kelsey brothers, two brothers with a podcast facing off in the Super Bowl. Could have been us brother. What, what happened Could've there? Been- could have been us, but
1: you're overweight, and I'm yep not very good at I'm not very athletic.
0: So, no, you claimed to run like a four or five, and I think that's bullshit. I ran in a
1: four or five, and that's one no, hundred percent fact.
0: Um, no, <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll
1: get into our future our future plans for this show here. Maybe we can work up work up something for that.
0: And we'll see. Later. You need to run it laser timed. I'm not. I don't believe any hand. That's it's weak. Um. Uh, So let's get into a little bit of Cardinals shit. This is a Cardinals podcast, right? Um, So it seemed like at the end of last week, it was kind of down to Flores and Peyton. Um, We had Dan Quinn decide to stay in Dallas after the Cardinals seemed pretty interested in him. Frank Wright, who got an interview with the Cardinals, took the Panthers job where he played quarterback. That's kind of cool. John Gannon, who hasn't, it's not official, but after the post game uh, press conference, Yesterday, after their win, he said he's staying in Philadelphia. And D'Amico Ryan's, who the Cardinals never got a chance to talk to, all signs, uh, according to Ian Rappaport, are pointing to him probably taking the Texans' job by the time you hear this. Um, oh shit! Hold on, Ian Rappaport, The Cardinals. The Cardinals are closing in on a deal to send this year's 2023 first second round pick to the Saints and next year's 2024 first-round pick in exchange for Coach Sean Payton. That's real? Go look on Twitter. I'm not lying live on the show. Yes. That's real? Go look. We can scrap the coach and say, holy shit. No way. Two sides confirmed this afternoon. Details are still ongoing. No way. Press conference tomorrow at 11 a.m.
1: What an all-time. What an all-time moment.
0: It would have been if it was real.
1: You're a fucking piece (laughs) of shit. You're a fucking piece of shit. Fuck you. You're a piece of shit. Could you imagine? You're a fucking asshole. (laughs) Uh. You're a fucking
0: asshole. Fuck you, dude. You believed it though, didn't you? Yeah, the compensation was kind of spot on. I think that's about what it would what cost. Do
1: you, what do you say next year's uh, this year? Twenty twenty-three
0: second round pick. Next year's first. That's yeah, about what it's probably going to cost. Yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, we took a little break there. I was like, I'm gonna. I was sitting here waiting for it. I was like, I'm gonna fuck with him a little bit. Um, no, we don't have we don't have Sean Payton yet. Um, but according to to Payton himself, um, who. Did meet with the Cardinals last week for, like, what, 10 hours, it seemed like. It was with Bidwell all day. Uh Payton said on Fox that the door is not closed and that there should be a lot more information coming this week. Um There was a lot of, like, weird, like, TMZ-type pictures of him in the parking lot and shit. It reminded me a lot of, like, Peyton Manning in 2012 when it was like, oh, shit, he's in the building. Like, who knows? The excitement's there. Um But, yeah, we don't know yet.
1: Was
0: it was the was the tie red or orange? Stupid fucking. The tie was orange. I'm pretty <laughs> sure. I'm pretty sure that they said it on the broadcast that the tie was orange. But you can't blame our buddy Johnny for fucking yep, out, throwing it out shout there. Out, right? Shout out Johnny. Red tie. Suit. Red tie. Question mark. Question mark. Shout out Johnny for the hot he? scoop. He's
1: he's been working his ass off on this. Yes. On this. They're doing a care great care, job so over imagine. there.
0: They're doing a great. Yes, job they over have. There. Um, yes, they
1: have. Yeah, go ahead. As Sorry. of right
0: now, I believe Peyton's, this is the odds are the highest they've been yet for him to be the Cardinals. I think it was plus plus 120 this morning. Still not as high as Flores, who I think was minus 125, uh, who we'll get to. But yeah, we're just kind of sitting around and seeing I guess we're still both in the agreement that the doesn't matter what how much it's going to cost. Sean Payton is most likely the best option.
1: Um, I don't think that is ne- necessarily. I mean, obviously the case, not the
0: third overall pick. That's ludicrous. But other than, I that... I think that's
1: all. F- that's that's untouchable. That's um, not happening. If if that's inclu- included in the deal, then I don't want it. Um, but yeah, I think at this point, it's basically it's basically him or if if he's coming to the Cardinals or he's, or he's going back to Fox. I think is kind of what it's
0: right. I think that's to true did.
1: too. Yeah. Um. So.
0: But yeah. So yeah, um, they met. Uh, it apparently I, went well. So yeah, who knows? Not well yeah, enough to yeah. where anything was finalized. The Cardinals uh, still put out a bunch of interview requests, which we'll get into, but I don't know. It's just waiting to see time. The Cardinal I don't think I, they've ever waited this long into the off season to hire somebody, which is good. They're taking their time.
1: Yeah. Now I think I think if um, I think that could also be more on Bidwell than even on Sean Payton. Even, you know, feel like Bidwell seems like he's he's turning over every rock. You know, yeah. in this search,
0: yeah. So they so, they put in a request today for both Bengals coordinators, offensive and defense. Um, Lou Anarumu is the defensive coordinator. I butchered it probably. Uh, Brian Callahan, offensive coordinator, and um, Mike Kafka, Giants OC. Kafka did, I thought, a lot with little with the Giants. I mean, you have Daniel Jones, Saquon is a beast, obviously, but that receiving core is trash. Offensive line wasn't great. And he helped them get to the playoffs under Brian Dable. Made Daniel Jones look pretty pretty fucking competent. Um, <laughs> he had a lot of head coaching buzz. I think he's interviewed with four of the five teams. Um, and then they'll meet with him on Tuesday. So, I mean, I, in our Cardinals group chat, I said something about Kafka and everybody fucking flipped out. It's like Kafka's trash. and shows that we're a dog shit franchise. We do this. Blah, blah. I was like, I don't, I mean, he interviewed with, four of the five openings i don't think anyone like flores hasn't interviewed with anybody else for a head coaching spot and everybody seems okay with him but i i i don't think it's a terrible idea to look into it
1: no i agree he's all he's obviously sought after you know like you just said he's interviewed with
0: multiple multiple teams
1: yeah. um i think he's a but finalist I, for I, the
0: colts job but
1: i tweeted out a uh video of brian flores whenever he was, well, let uh, me get let adult. me get to let me
0: get to the other interviews that we have set up. We'll, we'll get to Flores right. at, in a second. Um, after Kafka, de- the Bengals' def- defense coordinator, I'm just going to call him Lou because that last name's hard. Um, he's going to interview Wednesday, and if you watch what he did against uh, Josh Allen last week, and then Patrick Mahomes this week, like it seemed like Mahomes was under a lot of pressure for the majority of the night. He held the uh, Bills to ten points. In their building with Mahomes or with Josh Allen and that crazy offense, and then um, Lewis Reddick, ESPN former NFL exec, uh, he tweeted these things about him. I thought they were they were pretty high praise. So he said, "I spoke with Lou uh, again last night, and going to say this: the fact that nobody wants to hear about his leadership, team building, salary cap, staff construction, teaching and development, offensive and defense, and special teams." uh philosophies via head coach interview is a joke and then somebody asked um can you like elaborate on what he's like as a guy um he said communication skills leadership skills real-time in-game adjustment expertise I look forward to talking with him more after having had some in-person time with him as I have mentioned I've always wanted to hear more from him one-on-one crazy that others have not until now until now when the Cardinals put in an interview uh to talk with him so he seems. I, it wasn't just him. He seems like very respected. I don't know his resume front and back, but I mean, like I just said, he's done. Everybody talks about the Bengals' offense. He's done some very good things with that defense, who have a couple good players up front, and then Jesse Bates, I guess, solid safety. But there's not a whole lot there.
1: Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, I, I I'm fine with 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 Bidwell really turning over every like we tur- like we said turning turning over every stone. I think if, if if you fuck up on a head coach again, you're going to set us back another five years. So take yeah. the time. Every I mean, even who knows? He might not even want, want said Bengals defensive coordinator, but at least it's worth a shot. You never know. You never you're know gonna who's going to invest.
0: Yeah. You're going to look into it. You're going to look at these teams that are having postseason success, winning playoff games, and try your best to poach from there. Because as we mentioned, everybody here is a loser. We want to go get some of those guys that aren't losers. Um, Offensive coordinator Brian, Brian Callahan, Bengals. uh, He's going to interview on Thursday. That was a name that I heard a lot more with, uh, like, the Colts. And uh, I think he got an interview in Houston. That one I heard more than the defense coordinator's name. Um, Like I said, I think the Colts are a pretty strong contender for him and the D.C. But obviously the Bengals have been doing crazy things offensively. But is that... Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Joe Mixon, Hayden Hurst, bubble, the list goes on, or is that more to him? Who knows? You could you could have made the same argument for D'Amico Ryans and that Niners defense too. I think I brought that up in uh, that interview with Bo. But I mean, I don't know. Like I said, Bengals have been ascending. They've been winning playoff games. Let's just at least sit down with him and hear what they have to say. Because it's not always about yeah, you want to see if this guy can be a fit, but you're also just picking their brain a little bit, and maybe maybe that's what Bidwell is doing. Um, any thoughts talk on that ball. guy?
1: Just talking a little ball, you know. Um, yeah. yeah, I kind of agree. I think that the uh, definitely having Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow and the best receiving core of the league uh, helps your case, but you know, like you just said with Demikol Ryan's, obviously um, he's a, he's a also well sought after guy. Um, and kind of the narrative that this whole offseason, like we said for the third time this episode, flip over every stone, talk yep. to every single guy who you think could fit the bill.
0: Yep. Um, so, yeah, it kind of seems like there's more question marks than now than what there were before. Like you just said, Bidwell wasn't sh- bullshitting around when he said the casting the wide net thing. Um, no. It's like the net at the end of Finding Nemo. Whenever it's got that thing had like a million fucking fish in it, you know? So that's mm-hmm. kind of the kind that. of the size we're working with here. Um keep swimming, keep swimming. And they break it. Nemo all time, all time Pixar a, movie. Um, that's an all-timer. If you
1: haven't seen it, go look it up.
0: Yeah, you want to get into your Brian Flores shit now?
1: Yeah. Um, so I I was trying to I don't I didn't know a whole lot about Brian Flores, only thing I knew is I knew he was with the Steelers for a stint. I knew he was most recently the head coach of the Dolphins. Um, I knew he got fired and had a lawsuit and yada, yada, yada. Um, So I was doing a little digging, and I found a cool clip I put on Twitter. If you want
0: to go see it, go look at my Twitter. Basically, um, they were – I'll put it in right here. Flores says winning big does not hinge on just having a superstar quarterback. I think it's a team game. I do. I think I think one I'll just never believe that it's about one person.
1: So obviously you just saw the clip. Um, I I like how he that it seems like he has a good attitude that would fit kind of exactly what we need right now. Um, Which I don't know if you've seen the video yet, but in the video, he basically talks about how not one player can make the whole team. Um, uh, I I think the interviewer actually says something about like a star quarterback. And he goes on to elaborate saying that one player can make the team. Um, It's a whole, it's a whole effort. Um, Not everyone needs all the, uh, not one player needs all the intention, blah, 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 blah. Um, which it just seems kind of refreshing. You know, I think that'd be a good change of pace uh,
0: compared to what we have with Cliff the past four years, five years. I think a lot of what I've seen about the negatives about him is that it's like, uh, I mean, you saw how it worked out with, with Tua, and I'm going to rant a little bit, excuse me, but you saw how it worked out with Tua in Miami. He couldn't well, – and he's going to fix Kyler. Like that seems like the worst marriage to to put together there in that situation. Hmm. I love Kyler. We've said it a 100 million times on this show. It usually proceeds with me saying something that might not be the most glowing about him, but I think he is an exceptional talent. Could be uh, MVP in the NFL. However, we have tried the all right, we got Kyler Murray in the building. We're gonna, it's we're gonna pair him with Cliff. That's his system. They're gonna be buddy buddy. It's his keys to the show. Like we're gonna cater everything around the franchise to fit him and make it all work around him for him to excel. That shit didn't work. It it just did not. It wasn't enough kicking the ass for him. It wasn't enough to get him motivated. And maybe that's not the right words to say, but either way, that way didn't work. I'm not hiring my next head coach and I'm not investing five years of success, like you said, around, is this going to work with Kyler Murray or not? That's one player. It's an important player. That's the quarterback. But if Kyler Murray can't get along with whoever the fuck the next coach is, Brian Flores, Sean Payton, you name it, then maybe, just maybe, it's, it's it might be a Kyler Murray problem. I'm not catering this whole fucking deal around if this works for him. I want the best coach to come in and change the culture for the, the whole team. I don't give a shit if it's offensive, defensive, or what kind of mi- mindset it is. I'm not, like I said, I'm not sitting back and, and putting all my eggs in the Kyler basket. You already did know that with the contract. Like, You got him locked up. You gave him what he wanted. Now you go get a coach that's best for the entire organization to change and shake up everything, not just in the quarterback room. So it's an extremely important thing, but like I said, if Murray's not able to step back, say, okay, I need to work on this. All right, let's do this together. I'm going to take a back seat. I'm not the guy. You're my boss. You're the head coach. I'll take a back seat. I'll do what you say, and we'll work on this together together. If he can't do that, then I don't want him as my quarterback anymore. So if if it's if Brian Flores gets in here, shakes things up, and we have more fucking drama that comes out, I'm that's gonna be it. I'll be out. That's just that's gonna be my my take on the on the whole thing. So,
1: right, I agree. It's like a. It's like a, a, a guy who's, who's who dates all these chicks, and all these chicks are always like the, the guy's are always like, "Oh man, this chick's crazy," and then he goes the next one, oh, this chick is crazy." Next one, this chick's crazy. Hey, man, maybe you're the problem, you know? And what I'm mean? not like you said, I'm not quite ready to commit to a twenty. How how old's Kyler? Twenty 26. five,
0: twenty. I'm not re-
1: ready to, to to commit to a to commit to taking a, a lesser coach that can get along with him for a 25 year old quarterback who just blew his knee out and hasn't won a playoff game. I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm not, you've already did your
0: part to commit to him. Like I said, like you've already, you proved that, Hey, we, we want you as our quarterback. We gave you all this guaranteed money. We already showed you that. I don't have to prove it again by going out and getting who you want and who getting who you're going to mesh with perfectly. And like I said, I think he's, I think he's going to do those things. I think he will. I think he will work hard under him. I think he will adapt to a new system. He'll listen to what they, uh, whatever direction that they want him to go into. I think he will because I don't think he has any other choice. Really, he's coming back. He he knows he regressed. He regressed a lot compared to what we saw the MVP type player he was at the start of last year. Not that he was terrible this year, but he was average. I mean, it wasn't anything more than that. So. I think he knows that like, it's not, I mean, he's still got confidence. I'm sure he still knows. And I still have confidence in him, but I just think to, to say, ah, Canby Flores. We saw how it worked out with Tua down there. No, that's not, if he's the best coach to come in here for the team, then that's the coach you go and get the quarterback right. will figure it out or he won't. And we'll go from there. So right. that's kind of the way I looked at it. Um, yep. There's right well now other he's, guys, he's the favorite for the job. So, I like him. I I do. I mean, I don't. I he's not been... my top guy? He might be my. He's probably top three or four. I mean, I really liked Dan Quinn. I I don't know. I know people, like oh the blown lead in the Super Bowl, whatever. But I thought he did awesome in Dallas. He got that Falcons team to the Super Bowl. Like, I think he's a, he's a very good coach. Um, but he's staying in Dallas, so we'll see. It still kind of feels like Flores and Peyton. I think it'll be fun to say that. Uh all these interview requests are just uh, to get leverage with the saints and all that. I don't think that's the case. Uh, it's it's a podcast. So we some... can, we can run with that if we want to, but I think the smart thing is just they They've been in talks with Peyton. They're not done yet. So, I mean, we're, we don't have a coach yet. So we're still going to see what these guys have to say while we got maybe some conversations still going on with him. Like that's probably the most sane logic. Call me crazy. But it's a podcast. So yeah, all that's just smoke screens. We're just it's just leverage.
1: I think a strong point that we didn't bring up with the Payton stuff is as of right now, I don't think which I don't think anybody thinks that there's another team that Sean Payton's gonna go to besides the Cardinals. At some point the Saints are gonna realize, hey, if we don't unload this guy, like we can if if they're demanding this insanely high price that, that they have been reported to, it's gonna come to a point where Hey, they they'd rather get something for him than nothing because if, if the Cardinals don't don't take him off their hands, then they're he's not gonna get picked up and then they're gonna lose this valuable asset that they can get something for this year. Because next year he's free and clear to go wherever he wants, right? If he wants to coach next year. So if if they don't make if they don't move him, I feel like Bidwell and the Cardinals have a lot more leverage than what than what people think. Cause you know, they there's this is probably one of the strongest crop of coaches to choose from in the, within within the past couple of years, yeah. they don't need Sean Payton as bad as what the, the Saints need to lo- uh, unload them. You know what I mean? Yeah, so I hold out, and and hold out, and if you don't want to give up two, two three first-rounders, fucking say, all right, we'll go higher, because they're, they're going to have to come down on, on what they're asking for if they want to get any anything from them.
0: You know? yeah. And I think that they will. They're not getting two first-round picks. I think it's, like I said earlier, and my gotcha it's it's likely to be a second rounder maybe it's a it's a pick that they get from dealing hopkins and then a pick next year speaking of hopkins um new gm Money austin ford uh supposedly met with him last week to kind of talk about his future and then i got duped do you want to hear about it yeah so somebody found a tweet from like Well, I'll just say it. there was a a tweet that was going around about Hopkins saying that he's got nine years left in him and his game. And somebody was like, I hope it's all with the Cardinals. And then Hopkins quote tweeted and said, me too, exclamation point. It's like, oh shit, that's big news. He wants to stay like retweet. And then I went back to it because I wanted to talk about it on the podcast. And I said it was from uh, July of 2021. So I got got and he did not say that recently. Maybe (laughs) Maybe he really wants to out of here, but I got fooled. I was like, oh, Hopkins ain't going anywhere, but they did meet. He did meet with the GM. Um, his Vegas odds are still a huge long shot for him to still be with the Cardinals next year. I think the Packers are our number one, at like plus 300, um, but who knows? I don't know how the meeting went. No one really reported on it, um, but we'll just sit here and wait and see. I think a lot has to do with what coach brought in. They have Sean Payton has brought in. DeAndre Hopkins isn't going anywhere in my opinion, but who knows?
1: Yeah, I'd hate to see him go. Um, it's kind of like, hit me like a truck. Hit the fact that him, like, I didn't think about it all year until, like, at the end of the, the, the last game that was played this season. I was like, oh, shit, he actually is probably going to have to leave. That sucks.
0: Well, I mean, it was probably not thought about because he's under contract for two more seasons or whatever it is. So it's like, yeah. I mean, I didn't think that we are about to go into a Full on rebuild, but depending on what happens with the GM and what new coach gets hired, maybe that's a maybe that's what they think is best. So we'll wait and see on that. Um, so that's kind of all that I had to touch on uh, regarding Cardinals news. Like I said, we'll have one before the Super Bowl. Surely we'll have a new coach before the Super Bowl two weeks from now. Um, we'll do a Super Bowl preview. Um, we'll talk about the new coach. We'll probably just do an episode of the night that the new coach is hired and. Talk about everything with the hire and then uh, do a Super Bowl preview. Like I said, Um, show news, though, we'll be doing a show from Kansas City at the 2023 NFL draft. Might be live. It might be not. Um, We're going to try. We sure as hell are going to try. I don't know if we really have the technology for that. That might be your department, Garrett. Um, But yeah, I think it's going to be fun.
1: Yeah, um, a lot of exciting things um, in the works for that. We've thrown around the idea of doing like a vlog style type video Oh, as well yeah, we'll do that. You'll get
0: documentation of the whole trip. It's going to yep. be beautiful. Hopefully we are yep. front row right there next to the stage whenever Mr. Will Anderson Jr. gets drafted at three overall, future Hall of Famer, and we rejoice as Cardinal hell,
1: Hell, you might even see us up on up on the stage on, like, the third day calling You, might get, you
0: might get drafted. You seriously might get drafted. You might get drafted. I can
1: seriously
0: get drafted.
1: I could. We'll I shouldn't put in for it. Yeah,
0: no, I could we'll get drafted. But, yeah, well, I mean, we're going to uh, laser exciting. time your 40 and see if it's really a 4-5, which it isn't. I'm telling yeah. you all right now that it's not. We're going
1: to uh, we're gonna try and find, I think, for that. We're going to try. Well, probably not anymore than a 4-5. That was fucking five years mm, ago.
0: Sure, yeah. That's but true.
1: We we're gonna try and find something to do with that. We're gonna have a fun little, a fun, a fun vlog, oh, yeah. fun video coming out. It'll be out fun, that. and you'll all be
0: you'll all be along for the ride. So, right. it'll be a good time. Okay. Um, I mean, we're gonna talk before then. Obviously, we've got lots. Of, that's in April. Like I said Super Bowl preview. We'll find shit to do this off season. We're not gonna just stop doing episodes like we did last year. We're we're gonna keep this thing rolling. I don't want to lose all those viewers that we've been gaining. Um, so. Thank you for viewing. Um, like, subscribe, and download the podcast if you're listening on Spotify, Apple, or Google. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, like it and subscribe, please. It helps. Uh, tell a fan, mm-hmm. another Cardinals fan um, to check us out. And uh, we'll go from there. I don't really have anything else for today. So it was kind of, I don't know, that was closer to, is that closer to an hour? I don't know anymore. Yeah. I lose track. Um. So, yeah. We'll see you guys probably within the next couple weeks for uh, Sean Payton introductory. That was hilarious (laughs) that I got you on that. That's good. That's going to be clipped. Clip it. That that was good. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. As always, Garrett. Go birds. Go birds. Bye-bye.